Welcome to Bunta Vista Socialist Club, episode 26. Uh, I am Andrew, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello, and eat shit while Shelton. And also, also, you can hear our good friend there, Theo. Good evening, and eat shit while Shelton. Mm. (laughs) You guys raise an interesting point because I'd just like to, I'd like to counter your argument with the idea that Lyle Sheldon should eat some shit. I'll have to agree with you there, Andrew. Yeah, I can't argue that. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a thing that happened, folks. Is since we spoke to you last, and we um we checked in about um the the success of the postal survey and everything, and and uh, we exercised a little bit of oh, what would you call it, cautious optimism about the idea that there might also be a whole bunch of fucking around about um weird and wacky amendments to the um, same-sex marriage bill on the grounds of, like, religious protections and all the stuff that um, Lyle Sheldon, eat shit, wants um, to be included in that whole thing. Um, but as it turns out, um, I think I think the, the politicians around the place uh, successfully read the room for the first time in many of their careers. Um, and they they just formed a block and voted down uh, amendment after amendment after amendment after amendment to the bill. There wasn't really any debate. It was just people reading out their things like David Laneholm's amendment to say um, it should be considered a form of racism to make fun of me for fucking yeah. the barrel of my gun. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, they all just got voted voted down. Um, and it and it sailed through unamended in its pretty original form from uh, Senator Dean Smith. Is he a senator or an MP? I don't know him, but good on him. Hmm. He's the uh, he's the 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 good openly gay uh, liberal <laughs> liberal dude. <laughs> uh, not like um uh what's his what's his name? Um, not James Bad Patterson, one. the other IPA guy, Tim Wilson. Um, Are you saying it's bad to be gay, Andrew? No, I'm saying it's uh, not that awesome to do what Tim Wilson did and performatively propose to your partner during your your speech um, in debate on the bill when it turns out that they've been engaged for nine years. Really? Yep. Damn, I missed this. That's wild. Yeah. I thought it was like a nice thing. No, yeah, you like. Yeah, no, you know, I thought I thought it was a real thing. Bad, actually. But, nice. Yeah, We're he, both extremely stupid. That's right. You, mm. got, you got, you we got got. You chumps. You got got. You got the wool pulled got over got. your eyes. Um, but yeah, so apparently, like you know, he's he's a member of a party that's been actively working against that that whole time, and he did a nice heartwarming proposal, and his partner said yes, even though he'd already said yes at some point in the far flung distant past. Um, but whatever. We Son can of all, a bitch. We can all be happy for him now to get married. Now that he can. Because uh, we got gay marriage, and in yeah. traditional Australian fashion, our response to that was not to be happy, but to <laughs> band together to tweet at Australian Christian lobbies Lyle Shelton to say eat shit. That's right. Uh, pretty much everybody in Australia said it to him. Pretty much everybody. Yeah, uh, to the extent that I believe it began to trend uh, worldwide on Twitter. It did. Um, people who are not in Australia became confused. Who is this Lyle guy? Everybody was saying, I hear he should eat shit. (laughs) 
I mean, to be fair, a lot of people can eat shit, but especially Lyle. Oh, he can eat the most shit. That's that's my take. Just um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was interesting how uh, not interesting. What's another word? Uh, dumb, fucking dumb. How um, Miranda Devine was writing. Obviously, you know, she got to immediately shift gears into like high rev uh, victim Being status. Impressed. Yep. Mm. Um, won't somebody please think of the Catholic Church? And yeah, so she wrote this piece, you know, oh, after all this talk about how love is love and love will win, actually, all these people were mean to Lyle Shelton, which means they don't believe in love. I guess I don't believe in loving Lyle Shelton. I believe in him eating shit. I just it's it's that it's that classic thing of like this this idea that you know ev- everybody else in the world must be so incredibly cooked in their brain from thinking along purely hyperpartisan lines 24 hours a day that people are unable to hold like you know different different opinions and different emotions within uh, one human body and mind, like the idea that you can be really happy about the fact that no longer will your, your you know, right to be married be discriminated against on the basis of your sexuality, but also that you can think that the guy who has spent uh, years of his life uh, virulently campaigning against you having those rights and who also pretended throughout the entire campaign around the postal vote that he didn't see any of the stuff that was going on. You know, there was no homophobia happening. There were no people's windows getting broken. There were no people, mm-hmm. you know, getting shouted at in the street or beaten up or anything like that. He didn't see any of that stuff. And people um, aren't allowed to also think that that guy's a piece of shit. And lorded over him a little bit. It was respectful d- debate right up until the point where it became obvious that they were going to horribly lose. Mm. As far as they're concerned, I think. Yep. Uh, and in the classic style of that type of um, hard right winger, where everything is a slippery slope and some, you know, undefined point of horror that's going to occur in the future, uh, they did immediately, of course, shift gears and start moving the goalposts, like you said, even from the point that it became clear to them that they had not won, um, they were already talking about, ah, we told you everything's going to change. Everything's going to change and trans stuff, gender fluidity, mystery penises, all of it just flying in your face. in dresses. That's right. Was Was it Peter Dutton? No, it was Erica Betts. Yeah, that said, "Oh, can now can all thirty-four genders get married?" And it's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's cool. Yeah, that, that that's cool. You're taking this so seriously, and you have mm. all the issues well covered. <clears throat> I love the. I, I genuinely love the reaction that a lot of people have to what are supposed to be like sarcastic and biting statements from you know um, from. Christian uh, conservatives like Erica Betts where you know they say things like um oh you know so you 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 think it's going to be fine in this future where if a boy feels more comfortable going to his school wearing a dress that we should let that happen and the reaction for everybody is yeah it's fine yeah, yeah sure yep. seems yep. fine <laughs> yep I'm glad we got that one that one's done that one's in the books covered that one tick yep fine nobody nobody cares it's good. So can we can we move on from that to uh, which I think a lot, like a bunch of probably mean spirited but at least 
cohesive arguments to uh, Bob Catter. Uh, his, what, uh, what about him? Well, <laughs> before we move well, he's, on. He's the, no, no, absolutely. Before we move on, I think it's really important that we do take a moment to say that even, you know, this was this was a big moment in Australia. It was, it was. Um, it was, very, it was very serious for a lot of people. A lot of people were hurt. Um, a lot of people needed, you know, uh, the support of their community, their friends and their loved ones. What's really important to remember is that Lyle just needs to hoe into a big fucking steaming trough of that shit. Just slam down <laughs> some turds. Oh, big diarrhea. Swallow a bunch of diarrhea. Big diarrhea slurpee on the side. Yeah, it's hard not to process this stuff through the lens of irony. I mean, when something actually honestly nice and good happens in Australia. Mm. So I think it is important to step back and really take it in, take a, you know, deep breath of that rarefied democratic air and say, uh, eat shit, Lyle Shelton. Mm. Exactly. Absolutely. I I was I was genuinely affected by um by when when uh, when the actual bill passed and you know there, there was absolutely everybody over one side of the chamber voting yes there were four people four or five people voting no which was like Erica Betts and a couple of other people there were it should be noted it should be noted on the record that there were I think six six or seven people who abstained from Tony the, Abbott from the vote by leaving the chamber before they held the vote and that was Tony Abbott Andrew Hasty uh, I think I want to say Barnaby Joyce I'm not sure and and bear in mind these are all people who campaigned hard on the no vote right they were out being the very public face of this thing and when it came down to it at the end of the day they couldn't bring themselves to sit there and cast their no vote and they also couldn't bring themselves to say you know what this is the you know this is what my constituents have voted for. This is clearly what the public wants. We're the ones who you know framed this whole thing as we'll we'll put the vote to the public and we'll see what they want and then we will pass that accordingly. No, instead they had to fucking sit and wait outside with their tails between their legs because if you abstain, your vote doesn't get recorded on Hansard for all of eternity. You get to just have the the couple of people who said no and everybody else who did the right thing and you're just not written down in there. So that we remember. Uh, you cowardly pieces of shit. It'll be on this podcast forever. That's right. But anyway, I got distracted from my actual point, which is that I, w- <laughs> I, I genuinely found myself um, moved when the bill was passed and there was um, much, much clapping and cheering and rejoicing in the gallery. Um and then the the public gallery, which was full of um, supporters of same-sex marriage, uh, broke out into a what seemed like a pretty spontaneous rendition of um, We Are Australia. And it was really nice, as Theo was saying, to, um, to not get hung up in irony for a minute. Um, and it was really nice to see something where like, I feel like Australia, you know, much like a lot of other Western countries, um, has a bit of a tendency for people to kind of wrap themselves in in pretty empty, like jingoism and nationalistic rhetoric that can very often feel you know quite hollow and unearned. Um, but it was really nice in that particular occasion to see that 
that song in particular used in a, in a way that really reflected what Australia can be and should ideally want to be at its best, which is, you know, nice. a, 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 hmm. yeah, it was just, it was just really good. And, um, could have done, could have done K-San though. It could have, <laughs> could have, could have done K-San. Um, look, there's a lot of choices, but one choice is clear. And that is that um, uh, Lyle needs to eat some shit. Strong agree there. Mm, eat I shit, will Lyle. second the motion. Eat shit. <laughs> uh, so, with that out of the way, Theo, please explain <laughs> to us. Please explain to us, besides Lyle eating shit, what we need to know about Bob Catter. Well, so, do you guys know about his speech that he gave? I, um, I, leading not, up to the vote, I do. I, video. I know a bit of it. No, this is not the. Um, I'm not spending any time on a video. Okay. But do you do you which, have which the, the speech? That seems video? like a kind of uh, joyous wonder. Um, I think compared to uh, mm. what we're talking about. Um, and, and I think like you and I, Andrew, we talked about um, in the in the lens of like Queensland election, why why Bob Catter and the Catter Party, you know, has done well where One Nation hasn't, you know, we talked about perhaps they're not as fringe as as One Nation. Um and then, you know, you get uh this sort of stuff, uh, where he's taken to it and uh uh, given uh, a very confused and muddled um brew of hatred um so uh some of the some of the choice quotes out of it uh you want to talk about equality well they wanted equality in the giving of blood uh they said we have a right of homosexuals to give blood and so they did and i think it was 72 children were injected with aids from the blood that was given Uh, it was all hushed up um says that uh homosexual people are more likely to commit crimes um that there's no doubt that this is a DNA thing, uh, as far wow. as that's concerned, um, and it's sort of like that's the stuff that made sense syntactically, as well. Um, <laughs> and then it's just like, um, I'll, I'll read this part, but it doesn't. Nothing scans. Nothing. He's a very confused man. He said, uh, you might say the majority rules and the majority has it right because there is a democracy. I think it was back in the year 2007 or 2011. I can't remember when a bloke uh, called Barabbas ran and, geez, he got a good vote. I can't help but point out the abolition of slavery. We won it on a trick. We Christians won it on a trick. It was the only way they could get the abolition of slavery through the parliament. What? So, pedestrian captioned that with a bunch of question marks. Um, Yeah, I I kind of, it's, he is an intensely strange man, but um, he transitioned from that to um, a whole bunch of fun kind of um, population control stuff. Um, So, if you take out my cousin brothers, the first Australians, and then you take out the the migrant population in Australia, then we have the lowest birth rate on earth. We are a vanishing race. Um, such such wrote an article in which they said that the current population of Australia is 22 million and with one, within 100 years, the population of Australia will be 7,000. I thought, this is ridiculous. I went down to check it in the library. <laughs> <laughs> White genocide in the library. Oh, 
please lead me to the white genocide section uh, in the Atherton General Library. Um, oh, yeah, and, and so it's just this whole mess of population control and uh, just just pure homophobia. Uh, it. He's got to be one of the strangest men to ever sit in Parliament. He's wild. And then uh, Christopher Pine jumped in with one of my favourite quotes of the year, which is, Bobby, this is rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, it it leads me to um, what I think is an interesting point, which is, like, obviously... It looked and sounded very much like somebody got their um, their old racist uncle from far north Queensland um, who hasn't really been around townies that much and told him to get up at a wedding and just talk for five minutes about what he understands homosexuality to be, you know? <laughs> He's going, oh, well, well, I haven't really prepared a speech. But here's, uh, here's something I heard from a guy in a pub in 78. Like, yeah, like, like, like you said, Theo, none of it had any kind of any kind of relevance or, or bearing on anything that was actually up for discussion, which of course, um, you know, is very similar to any time he gets a chance to actually ask a question in parliament. Um, mo- apparently it's most of the time he just starts talking. It goes completely off the rails like that. And then at some stage, somebody says, and you're out of time to ask your question. You don't get to ask a question. <laughs> so, like apart from the fact that it's very silly, um, it is also a complete waste of his constituents' time in the sense that he doesn't actually get to ask the government anything because he just kind of gets confused you, and lost for a can while. Can you imagine though? Like, I think I think I would probably do the same thing. I think if I was in in his <laughs> in his shoes, uh, not not give a hor- horrible, uh, hateful speech about uh, you know homosexuality or whatever, but I would I would probably just end up. Um, wasting the country's time uh just just asking whatever it is that i feel like because um what else are you supposed to do with that kind of power mm. no nothing responsible. No, i don't think so <laughs> yeah well um by now i'm sure everybody is familiar with the uh now notorious clip of bob catter um saying yes it's great that gay people can get married now um may a thousand blossoms bloom may a th- thousand blossoms bloom uh, shortly before um turning from dr jekyll into mr hyde uh and then he says but i ain't spending any time on it um because of some important crocodile related conspiracies in queensland um so it is for that reason that uh, intrepid BuzzFeed reporter Lane Sainty, who I think we can agree is everybody's hero for the way she has covered um, the the entire issue from when it was going to be a plebiscite all the way through to now. Um, she caught him after his speech and she asked him one question um, and I will read it to you. Uh, Lane Sainty says, Mr. Catter, just one question. Why did you choose to spend more time on marriage after saying you wouldn't? <laughs> to which bob catter replies well i had to say something i couldn't let it go through without making some comment and i think that's a really nice encapsulation of i think that um, sums it up well it's a nice encapsulation of the entitled old white guy sentiment that a lot of people have a problem with these days which is that it wasn't about him it was nothing to do with him 
He had already professed in the past that he didn't care about it, that he wasn't interested in it. His own comments strongly reflected the fact that he had no fucking idea what he was talking about when it came to the actual issue. But the most important thing is that his voice was heard on that day. Just just silliness from Bob Catter there. I think we can all agree. Um, we can also all agree that uh, Lyle Shelton, eat shit. Eat shit, Lyle. Hmm. Eat shit, Lyle. Um, so, good good stuff all around. It is officially law. Um, if, if you're gay and you want to get married, off you go. No more excuses. Do it. Welcome to hell, bitches. Uh, right. Uh, so, moving on from that, uh, we should now just dip in and check in on old friend of the show, um, Sam Dastiari, a humble purveyor of the Halal Snack Pack. Uh, I think he's a Russian spy at this point. Mm. A lot of of Dastyari conspiracies. He's very, very, very Kremlin-centric. Sam? Um, Well, look, to the extent that the uh, Chinese Communist Party would be communicating with Russia, then yeah, sure. I completely agree. Um, So, for context, for anybody who does not know about Sam Dastyari, any international listeners, um, Sam is a senator from New South Wales. He's actually an, uh, uh, an Iranian-born refugee. He came here when he was very young um, and has you know, grown up into this success story of a senator or the way that, that Sam puts it. It is, a, it is a great success story for you know, migrants and refugees and everything like that, which is all nice. Uh, Sam is also a, a labor power broker. He is one of the factional warlord types um, who pretty much everybody hates on the basis of them just turning all of politics into just a game of uh, power and influence. Thrones? Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. You're probably right. Delete um, that. <laughs> <laughs> Remove that. Yep. So, you know, he, he, came, he came through from being a, uh, a lobbyist um, through to... Being, I think the the what is it, was he the chairman of the New South Wales Labor Party or whatever, um, which was the kind of position that you number one need to be uh, an absolutely cutthroat, uh, backstabbing politicker to get into in the first place, and number two will result in you being able to be parachuted into some nice safe seat at some point like he was. Um, so. Sam's Sam's career has generally been a very kind of, um, you know, he loves the media, loves the spotlight, loves to get on Q&A, um, have a Barney with Pauline Hanson, um, loves, to, loves to have a bit of fun with her when he, when he reveals that he's from a Muslim country and she freaks out, which is good. Uh, so, I don't know, I want to say around six months ago or something, um, Sam got into quite a spot of trouble when it was revealed that um, on a trip to China, uh, Sam had, uh, I, I don't know if it, like the gist was that he had forgotten to declare some stuff on his expenses. 
Uh, so he decided to ask a wealthy Chinese political donor to both pay for his like flights and accommodation and stuff, and and to pay for some legal bills of his, which is all very normal. Just a sugar daddy. Uh, yeah, we've all got those that we need help from the Chinese yeah. government for. We've all got a rich benefactor. Yeah, I've got a rich Chinese daddy. Um, and in a turn of events that I'm sure was in absolutely no way related to receiving said money, um, Sam then gave a uh, gave a speech um, somewhere in which he, um, rather than rather than running uh, his own Labour Party or the government of the day's uh, policy on on South China Sea. Um, he instead uh, pushed pretty hard on the Chinese angle on the South China Sea, which is uh, China owns the South China Sea. Uh, get out of it now. I don't know what? what's the right position on this. Can can someone guide me? Uh, look, it's not great. It's not a good look. So Sam was um, so Sam was rather than being uh, sacked because apparently there is absolutely nothing a, an MP or senator can do anymore to get sacked other than being a citizen of another country. Um, so he instead he was demoted from his, his position as deputy whip of the Senate um, and forced to take a bit of a back seat from his very prominent media duties. So fast forward six months or whatever, however long it's been since I got blocked by Sam Dastiari on Twitter for talking to him <laughs> about this. Um, and, and he's into a bit of exactly the same kind of trouble. Uh, he, what, what was, well, was the first thing the, um, yeah, the, the, the very prominent, um, Chinese donor that he had been hanging out with, uh, was revealed that he had gone over to this guy's house and then, um, said to him, Hey, uh, I think that your phone and some of the stuff in your house is bugged. So let's go and have our conversations outside. Um, which sort of led people to the suggestion that he knew that this guy is someone who would be on under observation from ASIO and instead was helping him to circumvent being monitored by the Australian intelligence community. Which again... It's just like, surely your career at this point would be like, oh, well, maybe people see me um, as possibly a little bit eh, on the totally compromised by the Chinese government side. Hmm. Maybe I should just stop doing this bullshit for a while. Uh, but no. No, why would you? But no. Um, so thing, things have been coming out in, in drips and drabs. There was also that um, the same donor who he warned about ASIO recording him um, had applied for an Australian citizenship, uh, except because of the fact that he is a very influential um, political donor to both parties and has very opaque ties to the um, to the Chinese government, um, ASIO had blocked his citizenship um, application. Uh, so you know you might think maybe there's a maybe there's a reason that ASIO have done that. Um, so he complained about it to Sam Dastiari, who then um, phoned the immigration office half a dozen times over the next couple of months to personally intervene, demanding that they fast track this guy's citizenship application, which again, not a great look, not 100%. Not a good look. Not super into it. Uh, and I feel like there's been something else. There's been, there's been one it's more been thing. It's been way too many... Yeah, and they pretty much—they pretty much all relate to the same dude. Uh, hmm. 
there was something there was something else where he had oh well, yeah where he was like asking um where he'd like asked a whole bunch of questions on different committees about what was effectively pushing um, China's position about various issues, which are not in line with his own parties, that he'd asked something like 115 different questions on Senate committees about things that were very suspiciously aligned to China's political political interests. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the most recent report that while – Tanya Plibersek was in Hong Kong and she was going to meet with some activists who were seeking independence for Hong Kong from China. And she was contacted by Sam Dastiari to say, don't you meet with those guys. They're rebels (laughs) against the Chinese. (laughs) Jesus Uh, Christ. So at a certain point, at a certain point, your position becomes a bit untenable. Um. This this whole situation has set um, has set uh, Ozpol Ozpol Boomer Twitter aflame with uh, fresh conspiracy theories. To international listeners, um, that's basically your uh, it's basically your like your fifty year old resistance um, Twitter type people uh, who are absolutely convinced that everything that happens is like a Russian psyop. And um, anyone who argues with them on Twitter is a Russian bot. Yes, yes. So they're they're kind of our parallel to that, um, and and I've seen like quite a few theories floating around about about this stuff with Sam, which are all very funny to me. Um, but yeah, just like, like I said, at what point at what point do you just pull the plug on it? I mean, how many of these types of th- oh, sorry, sorry, that's what I was going to say. The the conspiracy theory is that um is that like that the government have have like directed Australia's spy agencies to leak this information in order to damage a political opponent. Um, the more reliable report that I've seen um, in the sense that it, it was from a, a reasonable, well, what I think of as a reasonable publication from um, the Saturday paper who were saying that they had talked to some sources closely placed in um who were saying that the suspicion is that the US, who is very, very suspicious of the Labor Party's ties to China, or are of their very pro-China stance, um, that the US had had effectively directed ASIO to do the leak because they want to damage him. Um, but they did say in the same report, you know, we heard this from a couple of places, but we've been unable to get like any sort of solid confirmation of it. Um and all of that begs the question, even if, like, regardless of how the information has come to light, does that lessen Dastiari's very obvious guilt in any way? Eh, give Sam a break. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just doing his job. I don't know. Steve? I, I, dis- I disagree because... Um... I mean, I think like like Andrew said, like the the stuff he's done um, in like you know showing like um, Pauline Hanson to eat shit and all that sort of stuff, you know, is all being very wonderful. But and, and you know, obviously the China stuff's bad, I guess. Um, but I think his biggest sin was trying to position himself as like a George Takei style meme master mm. on Facebook, and for that, I I think uh, he has to go down. I won't forgive him for that. No, absolutely not. Um, you just know that whole like um, 
that whole Facebook um, dank labor meme stash or whatever was it's his run by idea. Sam. Uh, run by no, Sam. it was him. He makes the memes himself. Yeah, I he think runs, he... he runs ALP spicy memes. <laughs> uh, I think he's 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 definitely a dude who I don't know who's just seemed like he's he's a, a way too aware of his actions on camera. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he just he just he seems like a very very uh, manufactured in a lab politician type guy for Australia. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't. I it's it's sort of the same way I feel about the uh, Russia stuff, where I think the Russia stuff in the states, where I think you have to like. There's no point in falling off the deep end into wild conspiracy theories about unprovable stuff. Um, on the opposite end of that, you would also be an idiot if you thought that like Russia and Russia's government and you know intelligence agencies and stuff would not exercise some sort of influence or inflict some kind of negative damage on America or their other ideological opponents if they could get away with it, if they could manage it, of course they would. Um, by all accounts, they're not not that organized. <laughs> like, not yeah. Um, I th- I'm trying to remember what I was reading that was saying uh, something along the lines of, "Yes, of course they would love to do that, but also they're just kind of in disarray and they're not they're not orchestrating all that kind of shit." It's like nine eleven, you know. It's not like nine eleven because that was that was very orchestrated. Confused on what you're saying here, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> what. <laughs> What I mean by it's just like 9-11 is like, yeah, wouldn't it be great if governments were that competent? If they were like wouldn't as competent as Bush when he hit the towers. When he did 9-11, yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, all, all uh, I'm, say, I'm on the same page. Yeah, all I'll say is this. Bush can fly a plane. He can fly a plane. Mm. Mm. Something to mm. think about. Think about it. Let me just say this. Mission accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I do know what you're saying. Picking <laughs> up what you're putting down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the good thing is about Sam Dastyari, there is absolutely no amount of showing that you are um, completely and utterly compromised that can get you fired anymore in Australian politics. Hmm. It's good. There's pretty much uh, nothing that can force you to resign from it's the good post. good to me. It's very good and normal. Um and I, sh- I should say as well, like personally, I don't think that like, I don't think that Sam Dastyari is some secret agent of the Chinese government or anything like that. I think he's just a politician who likes taking money from lobbyists, which is not an exotic breed of, of person by any stretch of the no. imagination. Um, yeah, I, ju- I just think he's, yeah, he's, he's just a person whose entire career has been uh influence peddling and power broking and all that sort of stuff and when that's your whole life when someone turns up and goes hey i'll give you a fucking eighty thousand dollar donation for parroting this shit you just go yep you got it sure i'd say anything on here for eighty thousand dollars yeah oh absolutely i'll say this right now just in case anybody's listening um i think that the south china sea belongs to china and everybody else should get out of there get out of their pool I agree. I think that's the wokest take to respect China's I decision. I don't know where it is on the map. Hmm. I think it's in South China. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> President G, if you're listening, 
Uh, you know what we're about. You know what time it is. Um, we we like Chinese food. We do. It's good. It's great stuff. We also like money. Mm. Mostly money. Mm, uh, if you are looking for a uh, podcast with uh, already a, a semi-built um, audience uh, that would you'd like to make uh, pro-Chinese, mm. not saying that it will become, you know, just you know, not, there, there's a certain price at which point, you know, we're not. We're, it'd be cheaper than Sam Dasiari. Yeah, we're not anti-Chinese, and it, all we're saying is, give us a little sweetener, and maybe maybe you can swing us one way or the other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Open hearts, open minds. That's right. That's what it's all about, folks. Uh, so, you know, I guess I would just wrap that up by saying eat shit, Lyle. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. The reason for the season. Mm. <laughs> hey, Lucy, I hear you're going to have another heat wave in Melbourne. Ah, that's very bad to me because my house is very cheap and I do not have air conditioning. Mm-mm. Are we really going to have a heat wave? What is this? Wasn't there already a heat wave? It's already yeah, hot. Yeah, but you... 36 on Wednesday. It's already hot. I don't want another one. <laughs> this is just every day in Queensland, yes. isn't it? Pretty much. What was that? Isn't this every day in Queensland? Isn't it just... No, it's beautiful no, in Queensland today. Really as a, It is every day. <laughs> Lovely 22 degrees. Whatever. Uh, for our for our American listeners, that will be ninety seven degrees Fahrenheit. You could just make up any number, really. Fahrenheit doesn't make any sense. It's just it's just guessing. It's mm. not not a real mm. thing. No, it's not. It's it's silly. It's silly. It doesn't make any sense. Like um like how zero degrees is freezing. It's the point of freezing, right? Zero degrees Celsius makes perfect sense to everybody. Seems what is rational. it in Fahrenheit? What is it in Fahrenheit? Thirty two. What the fuck is that? Um, isn't it like the zero is when mercury freezes? I could be making shit up, but it's something to do with mercury, mm. which is really useless and stupid and everything they do in America is really dumb. It's very silly. Who's who's even got mercury, you know? Who's just got some mercury lying around? Stupid as shit. Ridiculous. You shouldn't even you shouldn't even be playing with mercury. It's bad for you. You shouldn't you should put it down. Look, I'm gonna quickly um I'm gonna quickly just sidestep here into something we were talking about before we started recording. Um, which is a notoriously dumb Twitter account. Uh Communism Kills. Ashley uh, Ray. So uh, look, yeah, like when we're talking about like um right wingers owning themselves online, she's she's the she's best. Primo. Primo. She's an MVP. She's right up there. Um one of the things I think we all enjoyed from her past was when uh, she was talking, as she does, she talks about how, you know, left-wing and socialist stuff is really terrible because then everybody else is in charge of everything and takes all your stuff and tells you what to do. Um, and then right after that was complaining um, about how short her hair was because of how much hair they made her get cut off. And people were like, who? What do you mean? And she's like, my parents, my parents make me get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> my parents made me get eight inches cut off my grotesquely long hair and everyone's like what um, the fuck and she's just like what what's wrong with that that's normal it's just totally it's normal. normal it's normal stuff it's not it's very normal to be an adult woman whose parents are in charge of her hair that's fine um so she she dropped a, a another very good 
a dumb take on us the other day. Um, and they are as, as follows. It was th- three in a row, and the third one's a really important one here. Uh, number one, the, quote, we need diversity because of food argument is always lost on me because I actually don't really like ethnic food at all. Uh, already dumb because I don't... Just the words ethnic food. <laughs> oh, you mean good food. You know she thinks that's like a taco too. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but like I, I don't even know what the argument is that she's starting with there. We need diversity because of food. Is she solely talking about just people who say that like one of the benefits of having like yeah. an ethnically diverse culture is that you get lots of – you get interesting food. Is she's, that it? She's saying we don't need it. Yeah. Uh, tweet number two. I mostly eat chicken and burgers, and that's really it. As far as Jewish food, it's not like I expect other people to really like it. Okay. Uh, tweet right. number three. But honestly, I usually eat the same thing five days a week: an omelet, toast, oatmeal, and mac and cheese. Not really super diverse there. Uh, we agree. We completely agree that that's the least diverse sounding range of things to push into your gut that I have ever heard in my goddamn life. <laughs> mac and cheese is for children. You just know that she's talking about like the craft box mac and cheese. Yeah. Too. She's not making yeah. that mac and cheese. 100%. Not making, making a, a good one. She's not putting any bacon in there. Um, but as as Theo pointed out, you know, there's, um, there's the extremely white, uh, unspicy white people food part of this. And there is also the fact that all those foods she has described are essentially white in their nature. <laughs> <laughs> Physically white. They're the muse of food. <laughs> Getting scurvy to own the libs. <laughs> oh I just, yeah, it's that there's a whole bunch of material from her in the past that's been like along the lines of, you know, um, yeah, socialism is so terrible because you won't have any. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that tweet, Andrew. The um, the one with the uh, so she tweets. Um, this is bad. Everything in my apartment is so cold from the heat being out that my blankets are too cold for me to use. <laughs> you know how blankets get. Uh, uh, to which, to which, uh, piss pig granddad, um, logged on from a YPG compound. Uh, <laughs> Using his very limited uh, mobile time um, to tweet, <laughs> Ashley, I'm in a communist compound right now. It's warm as hell. We've got stoves and like 50 blankets, you fucking loser. <laughs> Firstly, does she not understand how oh. blankets work? Like, <laughs> like they stay cold. Suck. Like, you, you put it on your oh. body anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the I don't think she understands what how anything no, works. Well, you know how it goes. The blanket gets cold and then as you put it on yourself, um, the blanket stays cold and starts to transfer additional coldness to you. <laughs> um Yeah, like it's 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 weird to me how much of um how much of her material like is is split down the middle between uh if we were living in a socialist or communist society everybody would have all their autonomy taken away and you couldn't live as strong independent adults and the other half of her stuff is all like i don't know how to buy food i don't know how to get my own hair cut um oh i microwaved my chocolate pudding for too long and now it's exploded <laughs> everywhere Ruined my- All of my teeth are falling out because my parents make me brush it with a stick of celery. <laughs> yes, it's um, it's just it's just really weird. It's very weird to me. 
Um, but I, I thought that was it was too good to resist, really, talking about um, because it's very funny to me. Shout out to uh, Ashley, friend of the show. And look, let me let me close that out on an observation, which is um, I can only begin to imagine what somebody's bowels would be like if they were only eating an, like omelets, toast, oatmeal. Like toast and oatmeal are almost the same thing to start with. It's the same thing. And mac and cheese. It's the same thing with cheese on it. I'm just I'm just imagine her doing doing like these beige ghost shits, you know. <laughs> She's doing doing, doing turds that look like a dog shit that's been left out in the sun for a while in the 70s. She's she's dropping white white dog poos straight from the bum, straight out. Yeah, they just just (laughs) drop out, bone bone dry, completely white. Um, And then right after that, they just get eaten by Lyle Shelton. It's really weird. (laughs) Oh, Lyle. Now, look, we, we should move on. Uh, before we run out of time, because mm. we have a really important, important segment that we have to get to. Become very close to my heart. Yep. Uh, are you guys, are you guys ready for this segment? I'm ready. Oh, I was Here born go, ready. Folks. One. <laughs> one. One. <laughs> Where's Shane? One. <laughs> My friend Shane Warne, Shane Warne is over there, where's Shane Warne? Shane Warne is here. Um, <laughs> so, we're back. Mm. We're back with another installment of, and help me out here, Theo, the, the, wide, the wide world of Wes Warning. I think so. I think that's the amalgamation of... All of the names, by, by all, the, all the different names we've thought of. Um, the, the, the www, the wide world of where's Warney. Um, that's where we check in every now and then on the status of um, a prolific thirst liker and and cricket legend <laughs> Shane Warne. Poster of the same photo of himself on Instagram <laughs> over and right. over again. That Respect. is right. Um, I would actually like. Respect the grind. <laughs> I would actually like to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that um, Shane Warne, powerful social media presence that he is, um, encouraged people to uh, to vote in favour of marriage equality. So he did good on your warning. You know. You're probably a really yeah, bad political person otherwise, but we'll forgive it this time. Well, yeah, let's not get into that. Let's just assume that he's Shane Warne, the woke bloke. He's no Brantley. Um, I think it, no, I think it's just based on his favourite porn categories. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Shane Shane got on on the old tweets the other day on Twitter. Got which on the is, blower. You know, that's how we figure out what's going on with Shane. Um, and he threw out a couple of tweets that were a little weird. It had it had a few people kind of a little bit. A little bit concerned for Shane. They were like, what's what's going on here, Shane? So the first tweet um, of these two was Shane saying, a quote, um, I've been single for three years and not dated anyone or been on one date in that time. I'm lucky to have three awesome children who look after me, plus great family and friends too. I'm also grateful to Sky, Star and Channel 9 for the opportunity to work on something I love. Cricket. Thank you. People were like, "Warning, you all right?" This is 
Well, I, th- I think I think uh, a quick bit of <laughs> quick bit of reaction to that was what a strange and not at all suspicious <laughs> thing to tweet in this time of accusations about you know mm. sexual misconduct. <laughs> I have not dated anyone for three years. I feel like me and, uh, and Warney have uh, a different um, view of what counts as a date because I feel mm. like if I were to bone down with somebody, I would consider that a, a one date. You would? I would, and I, I don't think I don't think Warney. What if you paid for it? <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, look, I, I would agree because um, back in the days when I was single before I met my wife, um, it was – you could, did you want to get one in, Theo? I know you have a wife too. No, I'm good. Uh, sure? No. Okay. No. Um, I'm good. I could do another one for her if you like just to make sure everyone's covered. Please do it. Uh, and also All right. Theo's my wife. <laughs> Shout Very out nice. to Theo's my wife. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> um, yes, I definitely preferred to, um, at, I guess, at least, I don't know, eat, eat a pizza with somebody before before you bone down, yeah, as Lucy put it. You know, a lot of people. Christ. Well, yeah, you know, be civilized. Like, you can't just can't just start smashing in the club bathroom or whatever. Also, um, I got out of the game just before Tinder really kicked in. Ah. So, yes, yeah, yeah, so totally that, that one whew, right over my head. In fact, I don't even know what direction you're supposed to swipe if you do, if you do oh, want to fuck. Me yeah. either. I Whenever think- people say like, oh, I swiped left on that one, I'm like, yeah, that's... Uh, is that- yeah, yeah, good for him. I'm like, Uh-oh. no, that's the bad one. I think it's left is, left is no. Okay. Because I right. got Tinder once and all I remember is swiping left repetitively for about 10 minutes before I decided it was not for me. Yeah. Wrist started to seize up, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, no no dates, huh, Warnie? Hmm. Uh, so, he followed this up by saying, um, P.S. I also really appreciate all the support over the years from the public towards me. Well, right back at you, Warnie. Um, it does mean Jesus. a lot. Thank you also to Carl and his team at Advanced Hair, yeah, yeah. Who, I've been, who I've been with for 14 years. You guys are the best. Uh, and he closes out with just, he really reads the room here uh, by saying, time to rip the top off another cold one, lol. No more tweets. <laughs> Sounds like a suicide note. I know. They're so weird and like disjointed. Like, just changing halfway through. It kind of reminds me of that Britney Spears one. It's like, does anyone think global warming is a good thing? <laughs> I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. <laughs> Carl yeah, um... and his team in advanced hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just this box that they just type thoughts in, but they don't realize that they have to be, like, cogent. Yeah, it was, um, it was very strange. Um, 6,800 likes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Very good. I really liked um, uh, the reply to that straight away, which was, I bet you've thrown the leg over a few times though, eh, Warney? (laughs) (laughs) Why would he he throw his leg over? I'm uh, Mm. about this scenario. Well, I I believe this man is referring... I believe this man, Dane, which um, as... As Twitter user Ben Hayes replied to me, um, 
uh, Dane is Australian for Chad. <laughs> it really is. Which, Dane is the Chad of Australia. <laughs> yeah, um, that one is true. So if you're not from Australia, look out. Look out if you meet a Dane. Um, I believe what Dane is referring to there is that um, maybe maybe you would consider them a date, but main, maybe Warney considers uh, throwing his leg over some not Instagram model who he's been thirstily liking the tweets of. Maybe he doesn't think that's a, that's a date, you know? Um, so, look, uh, thoughts and well wishes of the show to Shane Warne. I hope everything's okay. Uh, I, I hope he, you know, I hope he was just cracking tins and feeling good and just wanted to, to throw a nice positive shout out into the universe as opposed to um, was was typing what he thought was a suicide note, <laughs> um, but it was actually tweets by accident. Hope he's fine. He has, of course, gone on to tweet for... Um, you know, another day or two after that. So I'm going to assume he's fine. And I hope he continues because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Warney's Twitter. Hmm. And I would like to uh, chronicle something here. It's very close to my heart. <laughs> um, it's the prolificness. I'm not sure if that's a word, but I'm going to Pro- pretend it is. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, okay. Sure. Um, of... The Times Shane Warne has tweeted about uh, film character Stifler or mm-hmm. the Stiffmeister <laughs> from yep. the film series American Pie. What was what was the character's first name? Steve, I believe. Steve Stifler, if Steve, I'm Steve, correct. Steve Stifler. Good series. Good series of movies. Shane Warne's a big fan. Oh, there's, there's another one in that pantheon of films that were... Um, sort of arbitrarily retitled for release in hmm. Australia. Um, I believe in, in America, the third one was called um, like, uh, uh, what, what was it? American Pie. Is it reunion or Bandcamp? Uh, the Wedding. The Wedding one. The Wedding. That's, a, that's the third one, isn't it? Maybe. Probably. Um, but yes, it was, I think over there it was called like, uh, you know, American, American Pie 3, A, a Wedding. And here it's just called American Wedding. Huh. Because we, yeah, you know, we can't, get that. we can't figure that out. Hmm. Um, so, big, are you saying he's a big fan of Stifler? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read out a series of tweets and I'm not going to stop until I'm finished reading them, unfortunately. So it is, it is in fact, Steve Stifler, just to... It is. Oh, that's good. That was correct. I'm going to start... Correct. You got your... I got my Twitter machine up. I'm going to start at the beginning, which is what date is this? These, I must stress these are over many, many years. <laughs> um, September 2011. Just finished watching American Pie with my two eldest kids. Some awkward moments, but very funny. Love Stifler. He's a classic. <laughs> He's a classic. March 2012. American Pie reunion, a winner. Love, Stifler. <laughs> We're on to uh, 2015 here. June, Stifler <laughs> equals legend. <laughs> oh, sorry. I skipped ahead. We got, we got one from uh, April. Oh, oh no. It's 2016. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip around a little. I know I've said this before, but I love, in quotes, Stifler. The, in quotes, Stiffmeister is such a tool, but so good. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, more 2016 at 
5.12 a.m. Stifler could possibly be my favourite movie character of all time. He is such a dick, but makes you laugh every time. Hashtag American Pie. Uh, there there more? Hold on, hold on. There's more. <laughs> I want these all on the record. 2015. Seriously, how good is Stifler in the American Pie movies? He just cracks me up. Such a knob, but you can't not laugh. <laughs> One more. 2015. Stifler legend that is all. Hashtag American Pie. <laughs> There's, there is one really, really clear picture that this paints to me, and that is that uh, Shane Warne owns exactly one box set of DVDs. It's just American Pie. <laughs> it's just the American Pie collection. There was one tweet, I think it's in like 2014, of him going to one of the premieres of like American Pie reunion or something, <laughs> and he's like going to the premiere, and uh, maybe he got paid a lot of money or something. I I can guarantee you that he called Sean William Scott Stifler when he saw him. Oh, absolutely. He doesn't Stifler, know the name. Legend. Doesn't know the name of the actor, and he doesn't care to know. Uh, that man is Stifler to him, and always will be. There was another one about to watch American Pie with six excited children. Probably shouldn't do that. That's pretty inappropriate. What? Why are you watching? Why are you watching? <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> like, with children. <laughs> What was your favorite line or scene from the movie? <laughs> I reckon I can guess yours, Shane. <laughs> why why are you sitting down with six kids to watch movies to watch about dr- drinking cum, fucking pies, and banging your friend's mothers? I think he just wants to be mm. Stifler. Yes, well, that is what Stifler would do. He would show a movie like that to a bunch of kids. That's fair. He would. And I think yeah. Shane fancies himself as a bit of a bit of a stiffmeister. Well, he's got that spiky blonde hair, doesn't he? Bit of a knob, but you can't help but love him. Oh, it's absolutely, absolutely classic stuff that that is just solid. Like, that is such solidly established canon over years. <laughs> over that, several years. That famous, famous uh, spin bowler, Shane Warne, <laughs> absolutely fucking Suck loves, loves American Pie and most specifically the character Steve Stifler. Um, and apparently, it has it has not like worn out for him at all. No, it's a, it's a new thought every either. time it comes into his head. It's like it's a brand new idea. Like I remember watching those movies, uh, like when they were actually coming out, you know, as a as a teen and that kind of thing. Um, however, fucking old they are, jeez. Well, I remember I remember seeing um, Shannon Elizabeth Topless in the first one, and it being very interesting to me. So. <laughs> so I was probably pretty young, um, but I'm I'm no longer interested in naked women who are not my wife. Congrats to your wife. <laughs> uh, um. So, on that note, uh, congratulations, Shane Warne. Uh, on on just really <laughs> your solid solid love just of a, seri- of a series of middling films <laughs> that came out a long time before you started tweeting about them. <laughs> I know he just keeps going back over and over. Love the Sifmeister. Oh dear. Can I can I just say um, while you guys have been. Um, 
Talking about Shane Warne and Stifler, um, I noticed that he has 11.8 thousand likes on Twitter. <laughs> so I thought really? I'd have a little dive. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like 50% of them are like cricket related mm-hmm. stuff. Um, 25% are like him liking people where he where they've said <laughs> that he's a legend. Um uh, the remaining 25% are likes of just about every single post that uh, all of the <laughs> lingerie models that he follows. <laughs> yes. three years, not on one date. Uh, and, uh, and also Nikki Whalen from, uh, from Neighbours. Uh, so, so there's one of just uh, a lady, um, Aunt Jay Utgard, I don't know who she is, uh, but she's a model. Uh, they're just in just in her lingerie with a link to my private <laughs> Instagram feed here. <laughs> He's given that the good old the Shane mm. Warne seal of approval. Uh, I would be very surprised if he found out that people could see. I feel what like he, likes. he wouldn't know that. <laughs> he would not know people- that. So if you're bored, have a little yeah, dive. People like to check favorites. in every now and then and at, on his um, Instagram likes as well, which oh, are, yeah. I, I would say compared to his Twitter likes, which, as you said, are mixed between um, liking uh, cricket stuff and, and compliments about himself. I think the Instagram stuff is much more purely horny. Um, and it also it also betrays like, you know, a nice, a very nice kind of middle-aged dad use of the internet. To kind of go, ooh, there's a sexy lady in a bikini, like not like any other n- normal man <laughs> dividing his the mildest form of nudity available. Yeah, exactly, on like the like yeah, any any other regular human just divides their internet time between like the the normal things that you look at and like and everything, and then um, the the filth you look at when you're in your when you yeah yeah, yeah exactly compartmentalized. Um, yeah, because no one needs to see those likes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. They don't. Hmm. Um, I bet he has a Pornhub account <laughs> and he makes comments. <laughs> Love this, lol. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes comments about American Pie character. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just comments on these porn videos. Nice, but have you seen oh. American Pie Reunion? Love Stifler. Such a tool, but he laugh every time. It would just be just be him commenting on porn videos going, Oh, imagine what Stifler would do. <laughs> oh shame. All right, folks, we're gonna wrap it up. Do either of you have anything else that you desperately no. need to add to this no, episode? Got it all out. Oh yeah. Australian Bird of the Year is the uh, Australian oh, Magpie, which just goes to show that it's democracy dead. is dead. Magpies. Are you serious? <laughs> what the f- they're fucking violent war birds eagles. from hell. Well, they never treat kind. That is a lie. And number two, the white ibis, which is just diarrhea <laughs> poured into a white <laughs> feathery frame. <laughs> Oh, that was your little taste of Nature Corner, folks. Um, I think that we should actually revisit this topic and find out which oh, yeah. animals we all um, love and loathe the most. Fuck magpies. Uh, I'll just say that. Oh, I love magpies. I love their nice little songs. 
their little uh, doodly songs. I'm all about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got a lot going for them. They just yeah, the fuck it all up by mm, pecking eyeballs they out. They sweep me. I'm down. I got maybe, my um, maybe got a small head. magpie pass. Maybe you got a tiny weird head. <laughs> if anything, my head is too big, but that's that's a topic for another maybe time. Maybe they're scared of your head then. <laughs> the yeah, water. Fly towards it and go, whoa. No, it's just too big out. for me. Back out of the last minute. <laughs> All right, folks. All right. It is time for us to go, and we will see you next week or on Patreon. Eat shit, Lyle. Eat shit, Lyle. <laughs>